this is your announcer, Chuck Landington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Trevor from the Black Dahlia Murder is joining us on this edition. He was our last guest before the pandemic happened. So we really can't wait to see what new horrible thing happens after this appearance. We're all counting on you, Trevor. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. It's crazy to think about it. Feels like it was a lifetime ago, but we are going to have Trevor, Trevor Strnad of the Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah, uh, he's going to be live in Technicolor Daddy on the Metal Injection Livecast momentarily. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 598. We're two episodes away from episode 600. It's in two weeks. And I quickly want to say right now at the top of the show, December 29th. 6 p.m. Eastern. What the hell are you doing? Nothing. No, there's one thing you're doing. You're going to be Zoom bombing us. We want you to come on the show with your webcam or without your webcam, just your phone. Don't come on the show. That would be a problem. Appear on the show. Depends on who. Live in two weeks, 6 p.m. Eastern, our 600th episode. We want to see you because you mean a lot to us. And uh, if you, especially if you've listened to most or all of the 600 episodes, and some might might have even done it uh, more than once, uh, so that's our 600th. And I want to welcome everyone to the Metal Injection Live Guest. Like I said, episode 598. It's Rob here at Sid. Hello. Noah, and three. What happens to the fancy descriptions you have for us usually? Uh, Rob here with Sexy Sydney, Rob here with uh, Devilish Darren, and Rob here with Nancy Noah. Oh, fuck you. I, it's always hard to come up with an adjective with N for some reason for me. I always like, I don't Nurturing. know. Notorious? Notorious. No, you're right. Notorious is good. Nurturing. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Uh and uh, if you want to be on the show, uh, you can give us a call. But I, I just realized I need to set that up really quickly. Oh, but, shame. <laughs> but uh, you will be able to talk to Trevor. And uh, Trevor of the Black Dahlia Murder is going to be here. And before that, let's quickly mention our Patreon. Sid, we just posted a new episode. Tell us what the episode is about. We did a roundtable discussion of the new film Sound of Metal, which came out like 11 days ago, I think, on uh, Amazon Prime. It stars Riz Ahmed. He plays a quote-unquote metal drummer who starts to lose his hearing. And we are taken along for the ride of hearing loss, and it is terrifying. So what a, what a, what a way to sell it. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go deaf. Yeah, basically. It really puts you in his perspective. It's a good movie. Uh, we recommend Harrowing. It. Harrowing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you could hear us, uh, most of us, talk about it. So uh, so that, that's definitely something we, we recommend you check out. That's on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Five bucks a month gets you all the bonus episodes, access to... The two we released this month, which is this episode. And then what was the top of the month, Darren? What do we do? The Kurt and Courtney. We did a, a, a watch along. But how was that for you? Hype it up for the fans. Uh, well, it's a, it's a really terrible movie, but it was very enjoyable to go to dissect it and take it apart. 
Uh, it was, uh, it's just the epitome of somebody who has no idea how to make a movie giving full free reign to make a movie. <laughs> it's fascinating to watch in real time. And also I think, uh, you know, it's a coming of age tale for me personally, at least, is just re reevaluating the movie 20 years after originally watching it and being uh, thinking at the time, like, wow, this is a real piss piece of journalism. It is a real piss. Where, where now it's actually a real piss yeah. of journalism. I remember thinking like, <laughs> I remember thinking like that, um, she, like, there are some interesting points being raised here. I don't know if I believe it. I don't know if she actually killed him, but it's interesting to talk about. And now when I watch him, I'm just like, what the fuck out of here? Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Why are you making yeah. a movie? You're horrible. What, what the also, before, I, I stumbled when you asked me the top of the month, not because I forgot Kurt and Courtney, but I forgot what, what time of month it is. <laughs> and I was like, wait, was it Kurt and Courtney that we did at the first? Uh, what's today's date? Like I had to actually sit there and process wh where we are right now. That's completely understandable. So that's all on our Patreon. And Patreon gets you access to video versions of all the episodes we've been doing all year long in quarantine. So uh, you, if you watch live, if you tune in live, you get to watch the video episode. Then we put it uh, behind the Patreon paywall uh, where you get access to every episode. Every week, you get to see our live reactions. You, you get to see each of us no-sell the other person's jokes. And oh. sometimes sometimes while one of us is talking, you can actually, like, if you're really what, paying you mean, attention. You mean you, you mean you can see us interrupting each other? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like when, when one of us is talking and going on a long rant, if you're paying attention to one of the other person's boxes, you could see us like restraining an eye roll like or going on our phone. <laughs> so oh, all, all of this is only only on the video version of the live cast available on the Patreon. Patreon dot com slash metal injection live cast <laughs> i'd like to say i if you watch me in my box you'll see me yes ending everybody else because i am so supportive of all of their uh, oh sure all their jokes <laughs> um so that's i think that's all the plugs and uh, i mean for now we could do a second section of plugs later on yes and uh, you know what? Let's bring our friend on if he's uh, if he's ready to go. Actually, let me give him a heads up on text message so uh, uh, so he's not. But we have Trevor from Black Dahlia Murder. I'm very excited to have him on. And uh, as Chuck Blandington mentioned, it's crazy to think now, but he was our last guest before the uh, the pandemic began. Before we stopped doing the live cast in the same room together. Mm -hmm. uh, he so was in, in in person with us. In person, yep. he was he was our last in person guest in the Metal Injection Live hey. Cast Studio, and here he is now, uh, Trevor. He's he's uh, getting set up, and I want to mention there he is. Welcome, thank you, sir. Hey, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to have you on. And I want to mention that if you want to talk to Trevor, you can give us a ring-a-ding-ding. That's right. I said it. 213-WIDE-NUT. That's 213-943-3688. Give us a call. You can talk to Trevor. Let's do this. Trevor, I don't know if you heard, but we mentioned you are our last in-person, in-studio guest before 
as this was, I remember like the pandemic was just starting. It was like early March and you were about to go on a tour of South Africa or somewhere in Africa. I remember. And like, it's crazy to think about now, but you did that tour and correct me if I'm wrong, but while you were there, did the president of the United States declare a shutdown of the country? Uh, yes. Um, by the time we got back, everything was lockdown had begun. And, uh, it was a little scary coming back, like not being sure if we were going to meet up with any roadblocks or anything on the way back. But, um, yeah, we got home pretty smoothly, but yeah, that was the beginning of all this. That's pretty crazy to think about. We were just laughing about Tire Kingdom, you know, and now <laughs> now we're all fucking locked down. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. That is, it's so, it feels like a lifetime ago now. But I do want to ask, I remember when you were on the show, uh, you were really concerned about like going through the airport. What was it like? Just, you know, this was even before they were telling us to wear masks they were actually saying like oh you don't have to worry about masks we need them for the hospitals right now so like how like how did it feel the the travel uh yeah there wasn't the the mask thing wasn't like mandated yet and um you know like people weren't even doing it just out of instinct yet at least that i saw so you know it was pretty much just your standard traveling and um but yeah, man, uh, I've traveled since then and I had to, you know, experience the airport with the masks and all that. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go? You were for, for, for music purposes or no? I mean, uh, yeah, I went home to do the, uh, the Eula Mall stream. Ah, uh, yes, of yeah. course. Well, I do want to mention that this Friday, December 18th, uh, your your band, the Black Dahlia Murder, is going to be doing a live stream pay per view event called Yulemall, and you guys are performing in a church. Ah, uh, yeah, for part of it, yeah, we got very lucky there. Um, that was the last location that we landed. We we do um, four songs in four different locations, and we did it in four days, and. Uh, yeah, we uh, we didn't have anywhere to go for that fourth location. It was looking pretty bleak, and we put a uh, a call out on the social media to all the Michiganders out there, like, "Hey, man, you got a some woods, a fucking gazebo? You know, do you have anything we can utilize?" And wow, uh, so someone a priest got back to you. Um, no, it was um, this guy that used to be a caretaker at this church, and this church is like it's so old that it's now just a historic site. Like they don't have like you know, sermons and stuff like that in there anymore. You can still go there and pray, you know, but they just kind of like do different functions in there and stuff like that now. So, you know, this guy, Paul, got a hold of me. He happened to be friends with our old sound guy, Woody, and was like, yo, we'd love to have you guys come in. And, you know, we were like, wow, this is perfect. You know, this is way more visually stunning than, um, you know, someone's garage. (laughs) It's good to cash in on gazebo rock. It's very big right now. Yeah, yeah, I was really shooting for that gazebo, you know. I wanted to rock the the fuck out of that gazebo. <laughs> uh, and you know, there's promos uh, online, and we'll embed one in the episode page. And what really caught my attention is you got the great and talented Neil Hamburger to cut a promo for the Black Dahlia murder. In fact, I'm going to pull it up right now. But let me ask you, how how did you guys get in touch with the great Neil Hamburger? Um, dude, he's actually the host of the entire thing. He, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. We got really lucky with that too. Um, 
uh, have to uh, pat EJ on the back. He's our manager. Um, he uh, pulled the strings there. At first, we were like, well, he opened that Mr. Bungle show. So, you know, he's got to be That's like right. somewhat aware of what's going on or like somewhat reachable. And it turns out that he used to tour manage Mr. Bungle and that he's wow. also like played with Secret Chiefs 3. I didn't know that. But um, yeah, you know, it was just some back and forth for a while. Uh, we were looking at different impersonators for a while. <laughs> that was funny, too. We had um, not Tom Cruise on the line there for a while. <laughs> and we had this Morgan Freeman that, like, that looked exactly like him. But once we, like, got the voice sample, like, it just wasn't there. He didn't have that that soothing, iconic voice that you need, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm amazed this whole thing has come together, how it has. Uh, we had the idea, like, a week before we executed it. And, um, you know, it was something that like the label has been asking for, they've been pushing for it. You know, we had the album come out during this. So it's kind of smart to remind people that, Hey, we're still alive. We're a band and we have new songs too and all that stuff. And yeah, man, you know, it was fun. It was a lot of work. Um, it was just eight of us. Uh, it was the band plus our sound guy, Marshall, he was filming too. And his girlfriend, Michelle, and uh, our drummer Alan's girlfriend, um, Silvana. So, you know, it was pretty much an in-house affair. Uh, we did a few takes on, on each day of each song to get multiple um, angles and stuff like that. Um, so, but yeah, but it came out really cool. It, it sounds great. I think it's the best sounding live stuff we've ever like given out to the public and uh, looks great. So very, very excited how it came out. And it's goddamn hilarious because we got Neil Hamburger. We've got a claymation segment that's awesome with uh, voiceovers by Mr. Brian Ashbach. And um, yeah, just a lot of funny stuff. There's uh, some drunken moments that I didn't really remember I, that I didn't know until I saw the video. That's always good. <laughs> yeah, that's great, right? Well, at least they showed you. They let you clear it first. I yeah, assume. yeah. Yeah, they let me clear it first. But, you know, there's some nudity, of course. There's... Um, oh, it's fun, you know. It's it's definitely, um, I think, on par with Majesty more so than the Fool 'Em All DVD that we did. Fool 'Em All got a little serious, you know, but uh, this one's definitely us being freaks. And That's you know, great. we were excited to see each other. We haven't seen each other since this whole since you know that whole trip to South Africa. So it was nice, a nice reminder that yes, we're a real band, and you know, we're still doing it. We still exist, and. Um, it was almost like a momentary uh, return to normalcy. Kind of, yeah. You know, like uh, the amount of work, too, especially um, lugging all that stuff, four different locations, um, setting up tons and tons of Christmas stuff and the cameras. And, yeah, it was very tour-like for a few days there. <laughs> Definitely a lot of waiting around, a lot of lifting shit. But, um, yeah, the sure end result felt- is cool, and I'm happy. I'm sure you felt good, like, doing something, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, you know, that was honestly the best part, just to get back with the guys, you know, just kind of like, yeah, it was the longest I've been apart from the band, you know what I mean? Like, since since ever, basically. So, um, you know, it's just a nice reminder that, yes, this is our life. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of, you know, jokes and uh, I don't know. They're just my best friends, you know what I mean? So being back with them and, you know, just letting it all hang out and being my my complete idiot self is just just how I like it, man. It was fun. Was now, there any was, spooning? Oh, sorry. Was there any spooning while uh, 
<laughs> um, not not through the night, but I you know, there was definitely some man grabbing going on. <laughs> well, it was nudity. I want to cover some that. Hunting, some man grabbing, some nudity. Um, there's, I mean, there's a couple of clips out there now of me in the um the pink nightmare uh Christmas story outfit, the uh, the rabbit suit. Oh, we'll have to pull this up. Where where was this? Uh, it was posted on your YouTube. Uh yeah, it's in the first the first revealed clip. Of oh, okay, well, well, I have it. I have it right here. So let's take a quick little look. It's in this clip, right? The no. Oh no no no. no. Sorry, this is uh, the full song. It's but, it's uh, the oh, okay. Well, lamb goat, Rob. They have. It. We're asking you to kindly mark your calendars for December eighteenth. That's the day that the television Christmas. First of all, I just want to say. The production here is next level. That's Star Wipe. Can we go back? <laughs> That's the Look day. at that. That is, that is what you're paying for, people. This isn't some fly-by-night iPhone affair. This is top-notch Hollywood production here. The television Christmas Definitely. spectacular Yule Mall starring the Black Dahlia murder will be available. <laughs> Until then, here's a little sneak preview, a little taste with a song called Sunless Empire. Well, you, can can't bring on a, you can't bring on an icon like Neil Hamburger yeah. and not go top notch. That's the most sober I've ever heard Neil Hamburger sound. What did you do to him? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, he's, he's a little more zany in the actual... Um, special he's just, being, okay. he's just being nice for santa he gets okay. naughty later that's fair now, okay. did you fly him out or did he tape all of his stuff on his own uh he taped his stuff out in la with robbie who um is ultimately editing this thing he did our our first two dvds as well oh cool and um yeah uh we had to do some sweet talking like he didn't want to do anything inside you know because of covid so, like, the footage is shot outside at somebody's, like, um, backyard. It was a, f a friend of EJ's, basically. So, um, yeah, man, we just got really lucky that, you know, that he was uh, able to do it and was interested in doing it. And uh, he was definitely really, really, really funny. Um, watching all the footage back, um, you know, before it was edited and stuff, I was crying, man. It was some really, really <laughs> funny stuff. He shreds us. He calls us fat slobs and all this stuff. It's, <laughs> it's awesome, dude. It's definitely right on brand for us. That's great. Uh, so let, let me play a little bit of the performance, too, because I want people to see this because this looks really, really cool. Oh. Yeah, the uh, first Polish church in Detroit ever. Just want to make sure the sound, you hear the sound, right? Oh, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, okay. Wow. Did the people from the church know you were filming in there, or was this like a fly-by-night operation? Uh, yeah, they knew. It'd be That's funny awesome. if some people just walked oh, in to, like, so try cool. to have mass or whatever. There's this show going on. Did they have to, did they actually check out the lyrics beforehand? I would think not, right? No, no, like, it's just a historical site now. You know, oh, okay. The people that maintain it and stuff are not religious. Um, they use it for all different kinds of functions. And uh, they were really excited to do something like this. And they were like, tell your friends, we want to have more bands come in here. And so, <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Definitely, um beautiful spot um like when i first walked in it was just like mind-blowing you know there was so much information for your eyeballs it was like yeah. 
whoa. And uh, the church is so old. It's like before people could read, you know, there's like everything is pictured on the walls. There's so much like historical kind of like pictures and stuff like that. And yeah, it was definitely a trip, man. Um, really awesome like, that that worked out. What was it like being on the altar and just like, I mean, I know that you didn't really have uh, sound amplifying or anything or no, or did you? Uh, yeah, we had like, um, we didn't have a PA, but we had um, um, monitors. Mm-hmm. And so what um, was that like? It wasn't as bad sounding as I had like expected. Um, honestly, in there, like we'd played venues that sounded worse than that, that sounded more like a, a cave or um, yeah. a butthole. <laughs> oh, so, you know, it was kind of surprising. Um, I think it maybe just like the, the hanging tapestry or whatever it was, was, you know, a little well, bit think, deadening. And I think they designed the churches so that when people sing, you know, like reverberates off of the walls. So I imagine the acoustics were good. But what was it like, um, I guess, like being on the altar and like just like facing it all? It was cool. It was surreal, definitely. Um, you know, it's just like a, it's a super old place. You think about just how much, how many people have gone through there, and you know how many um, sermons and things like that have happened. And it was, it was cool. It's definitely cool. What was the issue that you couldn't use the normal equipment? Um, I we could have, we could have brought like full on amps and stuff, but um, I don't know. Just those, those. We were using those uh, mini heads at our practice space, and they sounded just as good. So we're like, ah, fuck it, who cares? Okay. You know, we used to be the guys that, um, like, if you watch the, the Majesty DVD, and uh, when we first headlined Summer Slaughter, we had four guitar cabs per side. You know, <laughs> and um, you know, it was just us lugging all that shit, and it was a lot to carry. It was a pain in the dick, you know. And then eventually, <laughs> we were like all right, we just saw Converge play with torn up half stacks and they sounded just as good and I'm <laughs> sick of pushing this crap. So, you know, we sent a few of them to Europe. We have a back line in Europe that we use so we can like sound the same as we do here. And we have a drum kit over there and some other shit like that. So that's kind of like been cool. But yeah, we're not, a, you know, we don't care about, you know, that we're using mini heads. They look, who cares? They sound great. It came out awesome, so... And I love that uh, you're not like one of those uh, rock star vocalists that don't help with the gear. You know, every, everyone's in this together in your in your band. It sounds like uh, yeah, you know, lots of people make jokes about that kind of stuff, but um, yeah, I'm really I'm I'm that guy. I I help out uh, when I see other singers that don't help out. I get bent about it, like <laughs> like my, you know, it's all of all that shit is all your guys' responsibility. You know. Um, the drummer, especially, like I, I kind of default to helping the drummer a lot, like getting his stuff out of his cases and, you know, doing stuff like that, just because I have the least amount of work, you know, and he's got the most. And, um, you know, we don't have techs very often, you know, drum tech especially is, is not in our vocabulary. So, um, you know, we're just one of those bands that like, as soon as we're done playing, we start packing up our stuff right on stage and just at the risk of looking like assholes, you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's just kind of how it is. You, you've got to be economical. You know, there's a lot of bands out there that like, you know, we've been very fortunate to be in um, a bus situation the last few kind of big tours and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we're, we'll go back to the van. We're, we have no qualms about that. You know, we realize that, um, you just can't spend all your money on like trying to look cool. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like the money you're spending on tax is money that you're not making them. Right. 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 Yeah, so, you know, 
pull up your big boy pants and shove an amp. You know, it's not that big of a deal. And um, yeah, we just prefer to keep things in house. And, you know, and those are kind of notes that we took from bands like Converge too. You know, just doing it DIY and. Um, yeah, you know, so sometimes there's some humility that comes along with it, you know, but um, uh, yeah, it's we prefer that. Out. Yeah, it's working <laughs> out. It keeps us afloat and we're able to um, to stay afloat. You know, we work hard. This, you know, this whole thing is throwing a wrench in it, of course. But I was uh, going to say, you know, like your <laughs> ability to make new income has become much more difficult because it requires people getting gathering in confined spaces so you know have you been taking the odd job or 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 has has the band worked out in such a way where you've been able to still kind of live off band earnings or what, what's been going um on? Uh, we've taken some like advanced loans from different sources and stuff like that and kind of called in all of our favors over this to kind of like get some money coming in and um this stream hopefully will generate some some fundage for us and um you know i've been on cameo brandon did some um guitar lessons alan has been doing drum tracks for people for cash um max is like a um loan broker now aside from um what he does with the band and he also does signage on the side um, so yeah, he's got, he's got many jobs. Brian has been delivering weed, which just makes total sense. You know, <laughs> legally though, legally. Yeah. Legally in Michigan, he's delivering weed and dude, Brian especially needs something to do. Like he is just like, he's always doing something. He's always working on the band and always doing shit. So he was really lost without anything to do. You know, me, I was thankful. I'm like, hell yeah pajama pants time you know? <laughs> and, and honestly like um i was really lucky uh when i moved when i sold my place to move out here it had a, um, appreciated a lot and uh, you know i've been sitting on some money that's helped me through this thankfully otherwise i'd be in a panic you know the uh the cost of living out in new york and you know not much income coming in it's not not great but um you know, between all those different sources and uh, Twitch I was doing for a while, that was getting pretty lucrative. I need to get back on there. I was just kind of giving my, my eyes time to adjust. I got LASIK uh, during this whole thing. Oh. And, um, yeah, they still get, they get dry as fuck from staring at a screen for a while. So, you know. What was – wait, did, did you get the LASIK where they, like, have to cut your eye open or oh, just yeah. laser? Oh, yeah. Isn't that any LASIK? Aren't, don't they cut your eye open no matter what? Yeah, no. they, they cut the uh, – they cut like a flap, flap open. Then they burn your cornea with a laser, and you can smell your eye burning. No! Yeah, you're, you know, you're awake for the whole thing. And uh, the whole process is only a few minutes long, honestly. Oh. But uh, it was fucking terrifying. And they were like, all right, we're going to really need you to calm down, you know, and relax. Like, A, that's not in my vocabulary. <laughs> B, like, this is like the opposite of when you can relax. You know what I mean? Someone is about to shoot a laser in your eye. And so is this like, yeah, so this is uh, like a clockwork orange, basically? Yeah, did, did oh, they yeah. have clamps on Dude, your eye? Yeah, it was like clock. They did the clamps. It was like Clockwork Orange meets um, Jacob's Ladder for there for a minute. It was <laughs> oh really God. fucking scary. And, um, and it's, is it like a James Bond movie where like the lasers approaching you? You were like, no! Yeah, the lasers approaching. Can you and see like, the laser? A, is it like a tangible thing, or is it just no? Light? You don't see any beam or anything. You just kind of like see like 
where it's going to come out of and you know it's time you know um after they, they did the first eye the second eye was way scarier because i knew what was coming you know what <laughs> right. I mean? like oh then i was really wiggling you know i was really concerned that like there's no way that i've been still enough during this process like <laughs> yeah how, how many people you think run out with one eye done like no, uh, i'm done yeah like i don't know man that i'm gonna call it you know <laughs> and they well, numb dude, your eye before right Oh yeah, they they numb it seriously, and uh, like the very first thing they do after you're numb is like put this like suction cup thing on your eye that makes it bulge out. No, and your vision goes black for a minute, like you're blind oh in that God. eye afterwards. Wait. And um, and then you think they they they've made you blind for a second, probably. Well, you gotta just they tell you about that part, so you gotta oh. just kind of roll with it, you know. Jesus. And um, like right afterwards, uh, they let you go home, and um light you're so sensitive to light like imagine looking into the sun like you've done at some point in your life times a million like literally any daylight or any like light bulbs or anything was just like ah help so i come out of there my girlfriend meets me in the hall i'm like boogering crying my mask is just like all disheveled and i'm like looking like shit and she's like how are you i i was like Get me out of here right now. <laughs> Is that how your girlfriend sounds? Or how are you? <laughs> yeah, she's like, how the fuck are you? <laughs> so, you know, I'm like rattled and they tell me on the way out, they're like, could you um get a hold of yourself before you walk through the lobby? Scare <laughs> oh, no. the fuck out of the uh the patrons yeah. that are coming in to get lasered. <laughs> Don't and, uh, walk out there and go, my eyes! Yeah, oh my right. fucking god! I crawl out and start grabbing their pant legs and stuff. <laughs> um, so I'll uh, go uh, in get, there. Yeah, we get outside. We're waiting for the Uber. Um, we're like covering. I have like a hoodie over my head. I have this three-ring binder, like I'm using as a shield. I have sunglasses <laughs> on. They give you these like really jocked out, awesome like sunglasses that would have been cool in like 96 so that, like, like ray charles sunglasses sort of yeah like sunglasses that vader would wear like in <laughs> in like the early 2000s or something and um so the ride home is fucking hell i'm bouncing all over the place oh, no. there's sun coming in so brightly i'm trying so hard to cover my eyes and not and there's like suns coming through my eyelids and it's just hellacious i'm boogering up my mask <laughs> I'm still crying, you know, like it's, it sucked. It was a really long, really shitty ride home. Like Liam Neeson um, and dark man. Just trying oh to my cover God. It. Yeah. Dark. I needed some wraps. I needed to be like <laughs> full on mummied up basically. <laughs> so you go home, you, they drug you up. So you'll go to sleep when you go home. And when you wake up to take a piss, you can see. And yeah, there it was, man. That's good. Oh, that's so I um, got, I got to get a colonoscopy this next week and I'd, I'd, ra I'd rather have that than have my eyes lasered i just can't uh duty i need to get a colonoscopy too man um mm, I've got we go together yeah yeah let's go let's go together we can look in each other's eyes <laughs> oh, hold hands no they're putting me the fuck out yeah I yeah I, I would prefer that method too it does not sound too fun but mm. i do know that i need to get it done i mean 40 is i'm staring down the barrel of 40 here you know it's time to take a look inside this fucked up body and see what's going on <laughs> i'm 46 fart and dust man yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh so check this out so 
Um, I talked Dave Davidson into getting his eyes done at the same, at the same place. Right. And, um, you know, I, I told them the doctor and stuff like, Oh, my friend Dave is coming through here. He's a fellow musician. We've toured together. You know, he's a good friend. Um, but then I told Dave that I talked to him and I was like, yeah, I told him that you were my arch nemesis and <laughs> to burn your eyes right out of your skull <laughs> because you were like my main competition in the uh, music industry. <laughs> Love it. Um, oh, so ch check this out. There's more. There's more though. Oh, um, no, I want to hear so, it. So Dave goes, you know, I, I tell Dave about my experience and I offer to like go with him on the day of his surgery, you know, and like see that he gets into his Uber and gets home and, you know, I'll hold the three ring binder over his head or whatever it takes. And he's like, ah, nah, man, it's cool. So dude just gets the surgery, walks out, jumps in the Uber, gets home without any kind of consequence whatsoever and uh, doesn't seem to be having any kind of the same like experience that I had whatsoever. So I don't know, maybe I'm just like a, just a huge, huge pussy or <laughs> I don't really know, but yeah, you know, I was pretty surprised that Dave was just like, yeah, nothing, man. <laughs> well, this is being a hard ass. I want to mention, if you want to talk to Trevor, you can give us a call 213-WIDE-NUT, 213-943-3... Two one three nine four three three six eight eight. Also, we got our chat going, and some people in our live YouTube chat are commenting. Jack writes, uh, "Jack is calling you out, Trevor. Poor Trevor is on a LASIK storytelling tour. I think this is the third pod slash webcast I've heard him recount this experience. I think it's time for me to hop on the LASIK train." Oh well, it's working then. You know, it was it was scary, but I would do it again, and I uh, have no regrets. Toya says, "I'm unsure if I'll ever really want LASIK." Fuck. Yeah, I'm. I just bought two glasses. I spent so much money, and I'm, but I'm just like terrified of any eye stuff. I can watch, you know, like a body get dismembered, like in a horror movie and all that. But just when, when it comes to eyes, it just creeps me out. I heard Riz Ahmed just creepy. made a movie about uh, LASIK. Yeah. Very scary. <laughs> uh, one more question from the chat. Andrew asks, Andrew says, I'm a huge The Black Dolly Murder fan. Trevor, what was your inspiration for the song Jars besides Yummy Brown Sugared Long Pig? Um, well... I don't know. I had this idea of like a song about pickling humans in the, in the old uh, memory mm -hmm. bank for a while. And um, yeah, I don't know. Just when I heard that riff, I was just like jars, jars, people in jars, you know, um, different body parts in jars. And uh, the, the character in the song is like uh, in Alaska basically, or somewhere that like the sun doesn't go down for half a year. And that's kind of like mentioned in the uh, the song. So it's somewhere remote where you might go crazy. But uh, yeah. All right. Very cool. And now you mentioned your cameo. And uh, one thing we've been doing on the show lately is we've been having a real fun time reviewing uh, celebrities cameos. Because some of these people, as I'm sure you've seen, charge a lot of money. Like Vince Neal charges $300 to do a slurry drunken cameo where he doesn't even get the person's name right. Yeah, that one was the best. You know, that's the definite what not to do cameo. That's the reference. 
But um, I, I have poked around and watched a lot of different people's, and some people are fucking terrible at it, man. Like, they don't even, like, read it beforehand or, like, do any preparation, you know? They just throw themselves into it. And it's, it like, just sounds like their agent is like, dude, right now, open the cameo up. Let's go. You got to do them. He's like, all right, what? <laughs> Steve, uh, yeah, staring at the paper and trying to sound it yeah. out. It's not a good cameo. <laughs> no, it, you got to do the homework beforehand, you know? And I do, uh, sometimes I do several takes where I'm like, Oh, like, oh, you know, I, I think I really like number three the best. And that was the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. So I, so we want to we want to do a quick little on screen critique of your cameo. First of all, I commend you oh. on being a very affordable thirty dollars. Very reasonable. Literally 10 percent of what Vince Neil charges <laughs> for a cameo. And I think many other you know overpriced celebrities i would say so 30 bucks good deal. i uh i took a page there from um keith from every time i die i went to see what he was doing for his price and i was like 30 that sounds good you know uh our fans could afford it easily and uh you know we'll go for uh for quantity right you're not you don't feel like you're ripping anybody off and, no, and, and no. it's still worth your time. Did yeah. you consider going twenty nine ninety nine just to price him out? <laughs> yeah, so it would just look better, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should do that. <laughs> uh, and also, look at—you clearly showered. You've combed your hair. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Um, you know, uh, Cameo's been good for keeping my shower regimen going. You know. Like, now let me ask you this: How much extra does it cost for you to do the cameo in the shower? <laughs> Uh, I, di I did one in the shower, actually, for the band wow. Fluids. Um, you know, their social media is always like gore and gross stuff. So I wrote the fluids on the wall of the shower with, uh, <laughs> with disembodied hair, first of all. <laughs> nice. uh, I haven't done that many really weird ones. Um, there's, there's some where like, people like, want me to roast their friends. Those are pretty funny. Uh, there was one where a mom was yelling at her son about like leaving uh, beer cans in the shower oh, and dog shit in the backyard. Oh no! <laughs> All right, let's play a few. Yeah, I see you. By the way, I see, hold on. I see you got a Jism shirt there. We just were talking about that movie right. with Riz Ahmed, and he had a Jism shirt in that one. Have you have you seen a Sound of Metal on? Uh, uh, no, I haven't. It's good. It's not really about metal. Like metal is like you know, a background, like, decoration in the movie, but mm -hmm. still cool. What is up, Sean? Happy belated birthday. It's me, Trevor Sternhead from the Black Dahlia Murder. First of all, your enthusiasm is off the charts here. This is great. Already worth every penny, I would say, especially compared to some of the other ones we've played on the show. Oh, you know, I definitely use the same face that I put on for, like, interviews and you know talking to the fans and stuff so it's it's kind of like i feel like i'm a natural i guess yeah boy shouting you out from your friend <laughs> phil here he wants me to give you a little dancing for you oh. so a little am i demon need to know hey <laughs> also, I am to call you a fucking blumpkin. I almost messed that up. I almost said flucking. Fucking blumpkin. You got that? Right on. Happy birthday, my dude. Jordan Street. Five stars. At, at first, it felt a little bit criminal in the same way that Twitch did for me. Like, like what am I... 
getting paid for here? Like, you what know you what I mean? Like, Twitch? what do you do? What on was Twitch? I doing on Twitch? I was playing video games and talking metal shop with fans and like DJing for fans and stuff. Oh, um, it was fun. Cool. It was fun for a while. I look forward to getting back into it as soon as uh, these eyeballs are ready and not drying out every 30 seconds, you know? Let's listen to another one. A, lo- a lot of Merry Christmas. Though, a Sorry. lot of like the pause screens of me on here are funny looking where I'm like, yeah, you look so sad like here. One eye open. <laughs> <laughs> it's very well framed though. Christmas, Nate. Thank it's you. Trevor Sternad here. your boy from the Black Dahlia murder. Jade has chosen me to shout you out and get you pumped up on Jesus's birthday. Huh. Uh, Jade says that you're an immensely loving boyfriend and that uh, he is super duper proud to have you as a partner and that he could not ask for a better partner. So that's awesome, dude. So it sounds like you're doing it right. Um, I want to thank you for being an immense fan of the band. I understand that, that BDM is your favorite. I'm uh, super flattered by that. I love Aww. to hear it. I understand that you've seen us a lot of times. And uh, you know, every time we come out your way, that you are there in the crowd. That's awesome. Uh, I hope to get back to Utah as soon as possible. Hopefully, the three of us can meet up and have a laugh about all this COVID shit when it's in the rear view. But until then, I hope you both have a Merry Christmas. Much love for me and the guys. Um, oh, Nate, you speak keep for, it up. Now, you, you you gave love from the guys. Did you give them a share of this cameo oh. since you oh. said <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm using their love for free. They don't know what love out, honestly. Honestly, my band could hate these people for all I know. <laughs> what is up, Neil? Trevor Sternad here, your boy from the yeah, Black boy, Dahlia Murder, going for with a boy. message from your <laughs> beloved sister, Michelle. She wants to thank you for being a great brother. Oh, Thanks for introducing her to metal music. Oh. And uh, I understand that you've been following BDM since 05. That's awesome. That's like back in the beginning. So I really appreciate that. Appreciate you sticking with us, man. It's cool to hear. Uh, she says that you never fail to make everybody around you giggle with your inappropriate, hilarious jokes. That's awesome, man. You sound like a good guy. Uh-oh. What if his inappropriate jokes are, you know, problematic? I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I can only to- assume that he's at, like, typical drunk uncle status, you know? <laughs> Be my dude. The nudie playing cards, you know. Uh, so these are great. And if, if you want a cameo from Trevor, you can go to cameo.com slash slash Trevor TBDM, the Black Dahlia murder initials. Yeah, there's still time to get those Christmas wishes in there. Is um, there anything you won't say? Because it, it seems like you're, you're pretty much up for anything. Um. There's some I, there's some stuff I, I guess I wouldn't say I haven't been asked yet, you know. Um, for the most part, I, I have very little shame, you know what I mean? So, like, I'm a I'm pretty good candidate for this. Is there anything and, that you think stands out that maybe is a little shameless that you did read? Um, man, I don't know off the top of my head. There's been some really funny ones. Uh, going back to that uh, scolding the kid in the shower was really – or the kid that left his that beer cans highlight. in the shower. Yeah. It's like, you're pissing your mother off. I remember that was the end of it for sure. So, but, um, so, so do people write you a note about what they want you to say? Like, yeah. Yeah. Work? See, that's, that's a cool thing. Um, 
they they tell you what they want and when you're filming it they put the text over the screen like over your face so you have the script right there oh. you know i i still prefer to like read it a couple times and you know get the gist of it before like you know, i see some people like reading every word for the first time like on the video you know what i mean and it's <laughs> it's painful so uh yeah don't do that Okay, good good tips. Now, so I wanted to play one more cameo, uh, although this one not from you, Trevor. Uh, like I said, we've been reviewing cameos, and this one has been making the rounds. So I want to just cue it up right now. And uh, it's from Smokey Robinson. And uh, so uh, here, here it is. And they want me to wish you happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka because they said so. Anyway, God bless you, babe, and enjoy Chinooka. Have a wonderful time. <laughs> oh, Smokey. You. Now, you, now, can you There's get... There's a whole can, part in front of it where he's like... Um, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I thought I had the full one here. Someone uh, gets him to do a cameo and, like, says that uh, his mom used to live on, on his block. And, uh, you know, so he's talking about that and how like, oh, you know, we used to- oh, I, I, found, I found the whole one. Let, let, let me- Good, good. I could just play the It's whole worth one. it. Yeah. Hey, Marco, how you doing? Surprise, surprise. <laughs> this is Smokey Robinson. I know you didn't expect to hear from me, <laughs> but I was contacted by your sons, Jeff and Jera. And they wanted me, they told me that you now, should- do you think this is the first time he, he's read this? Because you, you could see his reading. Or do you think he's practiced this a little? Trevor, what do you think? Um, it's hard to tell so far. I need All to right. see a, li a little more. Right across the street from me. And gosh, that's, that's beautiful. Um, how are you doing again? <laughs> nice talking to you again, I guess. But anyway, that's... you're living in Vancouver now. And they want me to wish you happy Chinooka. <laughs> I have no idea what Chinooka is. But happy Chinooka, because they said so. What? Anyway, I see you. I see you living in Vancouver. <laughs> like he, if he's doing cameos, like he he doesn't just have a flip phone. Like I know he's got the internet. You know? <laughs> like, but also, it's like he recorded this on the first day of Hanukkah. Like you'd think it was on the TV at least, you know, everywhere. Well, he probably you... spells Hanukkah with an H. That is you a know, good point. Or you think he would look it up? Like, there's a couple times where I have to look up how to pronounce something or a name, or you know what I mean? Like, do the homework, man. You know, don't I, I, don't I, let I, the world know you don't know what Hanukkah is. <laughs> Can I just say, who writes to Smokey Robinson looking for a Hanukkah wish? Is this the guy that you the go-to guy for Hanukkah blessings? Well, it just so happens that, you know, these people are Jewish that lived across uh, around the block. But also they probably I'm assuming they spelt it with the C.H. Right. You think yeah. That's what threw him off. That's a bad that's I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent of the H spelling. It's just phonetic, you know, boom. You don't need. I mean, I am, too. And I think most of us are. But I think most of us could deduce that it was fucking Hanukkah. <laughs> Chinooka. Right. <laughs> I'm like, happy Chinooka. Is. He's for someone who's worked in the entertainment industry as long as Smokey Robinson. Like, I'm Jewish, and I guarantee Smokey Robinson knows more Jewish people than I do. So he knows what the fuck Hanukkah is. There's no excuse. He knows what Hanukkah is. He just doesn't know what Chinooka is. He doesn't is. know that Chinooka is Hanukkah. <laughs> 
Smoky. Uh, Smoky. So our phone lines and our chat are open. 213-YNET is the number. 213-943-3688. Lord Zhang Fei in the chat asks, Trevor, Sativa or Indica? Also, do you have um, thoughts on the band Carnivore? Longtime fan, seeing the Black Dahlia murder probably a dozen times. Awesome. Um, I'm more of a sativa guy, but I'll go either way. You know, I'll smoke any any sick weed, basically. But uh, you know, I try to save the indicas for the end of the night, or you know, when you're when you have the time to be couch locked. Um, yes, definitely a carnivore fan. It's cool to uh, live here in New York where there are so many carnivore fans and so many typo fans. Very cool. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming to see us. Hopefully we get to see each other in the flesh soon when this crap is over. Right. What are you going to be doing on Friday during the uh, stream? Um, I thought I'd watch it, do some cringing um <laughs> yeah that's about it um there's no like uh discourse with the the crowd unfortunately with the route that we took but um yeah you know maybe i'll uh figure some kind of chat situation out maybe a discord or something who knows still have a couple of days to figure it out yeah you know I'm, we're just pulling this entire thing out of our asses basically so um now that it's done being edited and stuff there's definitely been some relief um, and it's funny. I'm really happy with how it's come out. And, uh, you know, so I think this will segue into some kind of a um, release as a download or a physical copy eventually because, you know, we put a lot, a lot of work into it and it's really yeah. cool and sounds fucking great. So um, get those tickets, boys and ghouls. That's right. <laughs> we'll have we'll have a link on the episode page for uh, how you can purchase it. And, you know, it is interesting, though, that you uh actually let me play uh the, this other promo this was the one you were talking about mm -hmm. uh i have it queued up here i believe i do yes see the bunny suit for a second here all right can we see it you guys or see the screen share yeah. no i don't it's all your stuff folder <laughs> it's all the things that we weren't supposed to see rob <laughs> oh no where do you stuff the things in that folder <laughs> Did you see me having the Jeffrey Tubin New York Times article up? Oh my god. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you were doing a Jeffrey Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm worried for a second. Not again, Rob. We don't want to have to have metal injection fire you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Night Shift presents The Black Dahlia Murder, Yule Mall, a holiday variety extravaganza, featuring live performances, special guests, and more. <laughs> oh, there we go. Friday, December 18th. Get your tickets at yulemall.nightshiftmerch.com now. Very, very cool. Did Sorry. you get to keep the bunny suit? Uh, yeah, last I saw it when I woke up from the uh, the night of the big blackout, it was entirely covered <laughs> with dirt and leaves. And uh, <laughs> now that I've seen that some of the footage back, I, I've pieced it all together. But uh, I don't think anyone's going to be wearing it again. It got pretty, got pretty raggedy. You should auction that off. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of stuff to auction off. We have like a garage full of banners from all the different albums that we've done. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, we wanted to auction them off to make money for our crew during this time. So maybe we'll do that uh, coming coming soon. So if anybody wants a nocturnal banner for their room, we have three of those full size nocturnal banners. So get this your is big. Get it on yeah. Cameo. It looks very nice. You know, it's very Christmassy and colorful. And then your Zoom stream is like a Dimu Borgir video. Like, I feel like the, uh, the, 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 I don't know if that's on purpose or the LASIK or something. Or it, looks very, it looks very nice, whether it's intentional or not. I don't know what's going on over here. You know, I have no technical abilities whatsoever. This is just how the camera came on, man. It's art, man. It's yeah. like a Bergman film or something. <laughs> it looks very grim. You look like you're in a grim layer. Yeah. yeah, like a cold and frosty room. It does have a sort of blue-black tint to it compared to everybody else, doesn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, Good thing. It works well. Not complaining. Yeah, no, oh, no, no, not at all. Oh, man, uh, I'm, I'm coming it. straight out the ice cave, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I do want to ask, you know, how is it that you haven't quit music altogether now that you've heard David Hasselhoff's brand new metal song uh, through the night? Or have you not heard it yet? Is that why? <sighs> Guys, I haven't heard it yet. I think we should oh. listen to it. <laughs> well, this is big. This is big. You might remember a few weeks ago, we talked about this on the show that David Hasselhoff was kickstarting a music video for his new song through the night. And uh, they, they were asking for 6,000 euros to fund the video, which is a lot of money. Uh, they ended up getting uh, almost 20,000, 19,654 yeah. euros from 492 backers. And, and here's the video. Let's see what that money went to. Kind of sounds like uh, Howard Jones. Let's <laughs> just engage. Now I want Hasselhoff to front kill switch. I didn't want to say, like, I, he didn't write the music, obviously. <laughs> he just performing the vocal. What costs $19,000 to make? Like, do, like, do they have kit at the end of this? <laughs> I, they explained in the Kickstarter, it's like visual effect. I don't know. <laughs> this looks like After Effects. So dark is the night we face, but we won't face it They had to pay someone to make effects look that good. Oh, the backing vocal. Did he just say they stand with the virus? <laughs> oh, go back. We stand with the virus. Yeah, this is a very bold take. Control. So dark is the night we face, but we won't face it alone. We stand I liked it better your way. Yeah. What, is, what does he say? I, can't I stand. We stand undivided. Yeah. Why did he say we stand in the back? If he's saying we stand on the virus, that's how you kill it. I think there is a niche there for a metal band to come out with a pro-virus. Of course, there's been bands about like fucking murdering Jesus Christ. Yeah. And stuff. Like, oh well, the, I, it's already happened. Pro-virus. Uh, Brujeria. Uh, oh, no. Uh, did like a, a, a very offensive uh, song, COVID 666. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, they, they really went for it. Yeah. I didn't know they had their own news channel. That's cool. <laughs> Shit. 
Shane is playing drums? In the world? I can't even Chingada means like, like, let's get fucked. Well, vamos a la chingada. What happened here? There's nothing in the market. Oh, the paper. Gone. <laughs> I can't just make it out when he's trying to sing. I need the caption. Yeah, there's no... How, how did you know to be offended by this? Uh, oh, no. Bro, I heard coronavirus no sueño. That means, like, I, f- uh, I forget what it was, but, like, they, they mentioned something about it being, like, the Chinese flu or something like that. Can we, can we just say that in the freeze frame you have right now in the corner, there's a cat oh, and a cat, cat tower peeking out? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, so I love I this. I love it. I love it. This is the See, best video. You don't need $19,000 to make a video. You yeah. do it right in your house with your cat looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> trying to sleep dad's making noise i got the pulled up the lyrics if you wanted me to i can retranslate them from written speech okay sure hey que pasa con el mundo ahorita what's going on with the world now right now una locura estoy viendo i'm seeing craziness del mundo están presos en su, the, the world is like stuck in their houses so you're just really saying what's going on with covid yeah. pandemia pan, pandemia dicen médicos the doctors say it's a pandemic el mundo en pánico, the world is in panic. Todos creen que el mundo se acaba. Everyone thinks the world is ending. Con plaga china with the Chinese plague. Oh boy. So it's really, I'm looking out over, it's just like he's really just uh, live blogging coronavirus. Okay. Like what's happening and blaming on China. Well, they, they canceled all the concerts. They quarantined me. Prisoner at home. They leave me without uh, pulling. Yeah. Me, a, yeah, I don't know. There's it's a weird. funny line here. Con que, con que limpio mi culo si no tengo papel? What a, usa tu mano. What am I supposed to wipe my ass with if there's no paper? Use your hand. Nice. Gotta get that bidet, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But that's, it doesn't sound pro virus, though. You're, you've yeah, you're down, right. Rob. I'm sorry. I think the, the, the controversial part was blaming on China. Yeah, I think that was the issue, really. I thought this uh, Hasselhoff jam was going to be, like, less Rammstein and more, like, Judas Priest, I guess. Oh, do we get to the hook? Let's get to the hook. Okay. Well, this band is like an electronica type rock band, right? Here we go. Oh, Really, really energetic. Look at that pose there. So Dude, that stance was hard as fuck. <laughs> He's so like, did, they do, did they do like two takes with him? And it's like the same shot of him. He just doesn't want to pull his back. Yeah, he's like 68 yeah, like, years old and, he, and, he, and he can't, he's got so much Botox flowing through him, he can't move. Some of the footage of his face looked like a really shot webcam. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. He looks now like he's, he's carved in Mount Rushmore. 
And it's like, so take my hand is that even his body? Or is it just his head on somebody else's body? Could be. Who, who would know? It's a hologram. Maybe that's why they needed all that money, yeah. to superimpose his head on other people's bodies. Because <laughs> he would only do two takes. They needed to shoot David Hasselhoff with full of adrenochrome so he could get him out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like there's some good mellow death. In there. I heard the cat from Brujeria gets in this video. So. <laughs> I want that cat to be in every video. That cat is what cost nineteen thousand dollars. Very popular. He's so hot right now. <laughs> I wish Inflame sounded like this thing. Ow. Well, they kind of do. <laughs> they kind of do, but not quite. You're right. I, I call it like easy listening Gothenburg. That's their style now. It's like, it's mm, like, uh, it's just, it's like adult contemporary Gothenburg is kind of what they're doing. So like air supply Gothenburg, you're saying? Yeah, just like, you know, like there's metal-ish parts, but it's like very they're mid-tempo. They're aging with their audience. Yeah. That's all. Through the night. Ow. Through the night. <laughs> the Black Dolly murder does not age with its audience. We're shooting <laughs> right for those 15-year-olds still. <laughs> and I'm still 15 upstairs. So there, there you have it. It's like Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused. You're the band version of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Rob, would you say this song is as catchy as the devil made me do it? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, no, the Chris Holmes song is Scatcher. Have you have you heard this new Chris Holmes song? Oh god. No, right. I have not. Gonna... I have not. Well, we're gonna watch it again because oh, shit. I just got it out of my fucking head. Wait, know. wait, wait, is he drunk? Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen to these lyrics, buddy. If he's not drunk, he might as well be. And like genuinely, like the, the lyrical content is terrible, but the song structure is just so infectious. Yeah. He's great at writing music, but not words. Or earworms. So. Here we go. Don't tell him what to do. Everything about this video rules. Yeah. What? Drink and drive. Uh, yeah, he loves the drink and drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like just something that happens when you get to know it's the goal. He yeah. goes out planning. Well, there were a few cops that stopped. You got like five DIYs in here. Like <laughs> five DIYs? Wow. DUI. I'm just rounding down because I did it 200 here we times. Go. found the one guy that worships him. That's cool. <laughs> it's just a whole multiple people standing there. That, that, no that crap was awesome. Yeah, the, the crap was just like, well. They're <laughs> in like the fall of America or something. Like yeah. Came out of an I Orange like... Julius and they have no idea who this is singing. Just the best part is that the second verse continues talking about how he's drunk driving. I did I mention drunk driving? 
So you're telling me that there's takes from this song that they didn't keep? Yeah. <laughs> and then last week, like, well, imagine the conversation at the record label. They were like, can you just take out the meth part and, like, the uh, – no, no, no. All right, for, just, just knock it down to drunk driving. Can you do that? Okay, fine. Like drinking while I drive, <laughs> taking off my mask. <laughs> That's the next song. Yeah, How am I supposed to wipe my ass <laughs> if there's no toilet paper? <laughs> He's covering brujeria. <laughs> <laughs> or somehow, like, the mask will be used to wipe. Use the mask to wipe your ass. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a go. good song. Then put it back on. <laughs> yeah. I Don't tell me to wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> I'll use it to wipe my ass. Oh, man. He wishes he wrote that one. That would have been <laughs> bigger, I think. I sneeze on you intentionally. <laughs> I get my droplets on you. <laughs> I lick a subway pole because I don't fucking care. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Lord. There's no COVID stopping me. Oh, me. oh two, man. Two days later, Chris Holmes has coronavirus in intensive care. Has passed. <laughs> I'm on a ventilator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he recorded that album at Electric Ladyland Total Landscaping. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> wow. Oh, man, he looks rough, dude. I mean, <laughs> he looks thoroughly pickled. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of the people in the jar. Yeah, oh, he, he is. He's preserved for sure. <laughs> well, um,. You know, speaking of people that look pickled, I want I wanted to pull this up, Trevor. Uh, this is uh, not metal, but metal adjacent. Uh, zombie Angelina Jolie. Uh, this woman who this, this Iranian woman, Iranian woman, sorry, uh, who got plastic surgery, who's obsessed with Angelina Jolie and got so much plastic surgery. That Wait, it looked, says the article says she used makeup and editing. Oh, oh, am I? I'm thinking of a different person then. <laughs> there's multiple <laughs> zombie Angelina Jolie. Uh, there's a woman. Maybe it's an Israeli. He's woman. combining two stories. Yeah, I'm combining. No, no, no. Thank it's you. It's this lady, and she, um, and like they like threw her in jail or something for using Instagram. Oh, just a woman got in jail. J just for the use of the Instagram. You can't have a metal band. You can't use Instagram. It was nice. Sounds like green. a good country to me. I'm on board. It was nice of Green Day to provide the soundtrack for this Instagram story, though. <laughs> so why was she, so she was arrested for what exactly? What Just she using Instagram, for? female on Instagram for being female on Instagram. Oh. For being a zombie, Angelina Jolie. Sahar Tabar, is, uh, whose real name is Fatima Kishvand. So, oh, she's charged with corruption of young people and disrespect of Islam. So, yeah, it's, it's very much like the uh, uh, heavy metal story, basically, you know. Mm -hmm. What was the yeah. name of that band? Uh, I'll look it up. Uh, she was charged with blasphemy, inciting violence. Gaining income through inappropriate means and encouraging youth to corruption. I guess uh, 
Iran isn't fans of the OnlyFans business model. Is there a picture of what she looks like without that stuff on? I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, to that picture is, is, dis- is disturbing a little bit. Like, yeah. look at the wrists. Like, that's a very small, destitute person right there. Yeah, like, even, yeah, I don't know how much of this is really makeup, right? Is that actually her hand or is it a prop? It oh, looks so like more fair. like a prop or something yeah. altered, you know, in post. Okay, there there is a uh, before. I guess the New York Post is all over the story. Bandas confess. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that band. Oh, I thought you meant the band. There's two bands. Yeah, confess for sure. But uh, Arsames was the latest band. Confess. All of them, thankfully, were able to flee the country. It really so here- does look like Angelina Jolie as a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my is she making wow. a political statement of some kind like that she, Angelina was, she a zombie? was she influencing other women to walk around in, in zombie makeup has Angelina Jolie weighed in that's how I was going to ask that too it yeah. does not look like, like are you did. implying that I am looking more undead lately than <laughs> usual I just noticed that one of the related stories there was that uh, Hitler's pet alligator is on uh, display somewhere what? In Russia. Look, the middle one. Hitler's pet alligator. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Hitler the New York Post pet is... alligator? Well, Wait, how it. is the pet alligator still alive if it hadn't been stuffed before? That's what I want to know. Like, wouldn't it have had to Oh, have he been just passed away? It was just... on ice. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. No, alligators have a, a long life, I guess. Yeah. That's how recent... The Holocaust was that an alligator could have lived a full life and still been alive. Wow. Deep. (laughs) Uh, One final story I wanted to quickly mention before we let Trevor go. And thank you so much for being so kind with your time. Yeah, for drying out your eyes and being on our podcast. Yeah, thanks to you guys. I can't even blink anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, when I wake up now, like now that the heat's been on a little bit, like... I can hear myself blink. It's like, eek! (laughs) It's so crusty, you're going to start a grind band with it. Yeah. Like a a bowl of Rice Krispies. Yeah, it's so crusty, (laughs) I'm going to sew a back patch to my cat. (laughs) (laughs) And then it'll be in a brujeria video. Yeah. Uh, So uh, this was the story. I thought it was so cool. Uh, dude wakes up from a, oh, I did it again, folks. I shared my whole oh. story. Here we go. Uh, dude wakes up from a coma and finds his favorite metal musician as his respiratory respiratory therapist. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I thought this was cool. So this guy uh, said he was in a coma. Uh, he woke up in a three day coma. Guy came in, woke me up and said, Mason, my name is Terry, and I'm here to take you take out your breathing tube. I opened my eyes wider, and my first words were, Terry Taylor from Hammerlord? I remember him asking if I had any Hammerlord stuff, and I told him I had the album Wolves at War's End. I got a package a few days later with a bunch of Hammerlord stuff. The rest of the band came and visited me. So I want to say, and I want to play a little Hammerlord in a second. I want to say this is a very cool story, uh, but I'm not sure how I would feel if a musician from my favorite band was right next to me if I woke up in a coma. You know, like, James Hetfield, you're my therapist. Yeah. I was just uh, thinking, wait, like, wait a minute. 
Dave Mustaine, <laughs> you're going to take out my tube. I don't trust it. <laughs> what do you mean I can't take out your tube? <laughs> Uh, Dick and blood is red, but it's not. Okay. It's very beautiful. <laughs> uh, all right, let, let's play a little uh, clip of this uh, this Van Hammer Lord, and then we'll let Trevor go. I'm ready. Oh, they're in a ring! Wow. There's some wrestling going on. He's also wearing a belt. Title belt. Alright. Oh, there's a nice little Tom G. Warrior. It was decent. It wasn't the singer that was the hospital worker, right? Uh, no, he the guitarist. Okay, good. Or the bass player? I don't know. Terry. No, no, no. It was Terry. <laughs> I don't want to say anything ill of Terry. So good. I'm glad. No, Terry. Terry's, Terry's out doing good deeds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was the bassist. Playing metal and, you know, making this kid's fucking life. So yeah. props though, to Terry. Though I just sort of have to say, maybe if the singer was better, Terry wouldn't have to have a side job at a hospital. Just <laughs> think about it. Just tuck that information away for post-pandemic. Roll Terry. that around, Hammerlord, all right? <laughs> maybe this dude that just came out of the coma can sing. Oh, yeah. Maybe, oh, he's, maybe he's the real Hammerlord, dude. And... <laughs> Trevor, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's been Thanks. such a pleasure to see you again oh it's uh, it's lovely to see you and to see any human beings for that matter <laughs> yes hopefully, hopefully this vaccine uh, will not suck it'll be safe enough for all of us to soon be in the same room together again uh, i would like that i like drinks. the part where we smoke the big joint and when we eat all the snacks too Yes, yes, that was sorely missing from this uh, get-together. Yule Mall is your new special. It's this Friday. Yep, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. It's up for 48 hours, so if you're somewhere else in the world, you still get a chance to watch it. You can watch it as much as you want. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll bang your heads. You can go to nightshiftmerch.com to order your tickets. It's only $9.99, a steal. Ooh, less than Netflix. Make it happen. Uh, yeah, I hope so, man. We're hoping to segue And you support segue your favorite this. band. Yeah. Segue this into, like, being on demand somewhere after this. So we'll see what happens. All right, Trevor, we will let you go. Thank you so much, and uh, have a Bye, great guys. rest of your Bye, guys. Much love from Tire Oh, oh he cut him off, oh, Rob. Oh, he's he going to say Tire Kingdom. Oh, oh no! Oh, Rob, with your trigger finger. I thought it was just much love, and then that, that was the period. But that was that. It was a uh, great to talk to Trevor. And uh, if you enjoy that, and if you enjoy our show, you know what we would enjoy if you would do us a solid and give us a five star rating on your uh, podcast listening app of choice, be it Spotify, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. 
please, it really helps us with the our, our rankings. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. And uh, I want to wish all the Jews in the audience a happy Chinooka. <laughs> I don't know what Chinooka. I don't even know what that is. Chinooka. Yeah, it's it's a very yeah, weird where's word. Where's the new? Where's that new? coming from new metal i guess there was like it had the, the tilt maybe maybe it was c-h-a-n-u that's a n-u in the word like yeah chinu yeah, or maybe they did it with two hanukkah. ends that's perfectly it? reasonable if you never heard the word hanukkah it, uh, it's well i'm sure how he's could heard he it. Not have, how yeah. could he not have heard it is the point yeah maybe he's never seen it written out like that <laughs> who knows but uh also we are on social media Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Find us on there. Give us a search. There's merch. We got merch. Metalinjection.net slash livecast merch. Oh, we're up. Burping up a little bit. Uh, All that tea's coming back up. We need to get like a a box of Tums or something with the livecast logo on it. (laughs) I I use Pepsi. Pepsi is my go-to. I don't like Tums. I don't like the, that they taste like um, those candies. Jolly Ranchers? Mentos. No, the... the uh, Mentos? No, the ones that look like... Uh. <laughs> Sour Patch Kids. Skittles? No, the Reese's boring... Pieces. No, the boring Owl ones, they come wrapped in like a little piece of paper. Nice. Toblerone. Pussy Roll? Rolo. Crybabies? Nerds. I just said nerds. Don't steal. Oh, god damn it! Sorry. Uh, what you call it? Oh, <laughs> that's, nice. a, that's a good one. <laughs> Milk bells. Oh, um, the the malt Go- balls. Yeah. Goobers. Times don't taste like malted milk. <laughs> raisinets. <laughs> yes, they taste like raisinets. That's it. Pere Rocher. They Ooh. taste like kind of like the first things that we were saying, like um, like Mentos and stuff like yeah. that. No, the taffy. The what's like the Halloween candy? It's in like the wrapping candy corn. No, I know what like you mean. Of them no, in... I don't know what the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Werther's original. They little fruit flavored little pills, right? Yeah, exactly. Mike and Ike. Yes, Nestle Crunch. Exactly. Oh, they're little tablets. They look like aspirin, but they taste. Uh, yeah. So oh, last uh, peps, <laughs> pips, pips, a comedy club. No peps, pez, Oops. pez, pez. It's like uh, pez. kind of, kind of like pez. Oh. Yes. All right. Yes. Glad we cleared that up. It's not pez. I know what Rob's talking about. These are yeah. circular. I can't. Don't know why I can't think of. Yeah, it. I can't think of the name of it. But... <laughs> so anyway, Question of the week: What candy is Rob <laughs> thinking? Of? What candy am I thinking of? Help me, folks. <laughs> Tweet us or, or join our Discord. Oh, help you know, us. We never mentioned we have a live active 24-7 chat. Yeah. We do. All of us are in there. It's a Discord. The link is on every episode. Come hang out with us. Ask a question, comment, criticism, all during we the week. We have Instagram also. Am I, at MILivecast. Uh, last week. Injection Livecast. MILivecast is on Twitter. Uh, last week we talked to Mel uh, and... Uh, she mentioned how she messed with uh, Frankie Palmieri, and we asked. Wait, Mel, messed with? Like when you put it that way, it kind of sounds like trolled. Yes, troll. Okay, be more specific. 
uh, and uh, she would basically come up to him and say, have you ever heard of Robert Passabini? And so we asked if she uh, trolled any other musicians and she sent us a response, which is actually something that she did mention on the show before, but we seem to forget. But, uh, oh, oh. every time, man. (laughs) Someone's going to freeze frame your background and get some personal information. But uh, uh, I wanted to do, uh, so she sent a follow-up and here we go. I'm getting it queued up here. Here we go. Hey, Livecast, it's Mel. I'm uh, responding to your response from my message last week. Um, I definitely have trolled Disturbed before. Um, I think I called you guys and talked about it. It was shortly after you had talked about on the show uh, David D. Rainman calling that lady out for being on her cell phone during the show. Well, shortly after that, I think, I want to say it was at Chicago Open Air, or it was some festival. Um, I definitely got to the front row, like front center, and turned my back and was on my phone the entire time. Um, And I was even like passing out stickers for my band or something like that, just doing anything to try to get him to call me out on it. He didn't, but uh, we definitely made eye contact a few times when I'd turn around and he was giving me like a really dirty look and I felt super accomplished. Well, a few, maybe two, three weeks after that, I had a rehearsal at, we have these sound stages um, in my town where Uh, Bands go to practice for arena tours. Um, Well, I had a rehearsal there, and I was loading some gear in, and I see the soundstage door uh, next to us open up, and people starting to load gear in, and I saw that stupid, disturbed, smiley face thing on the side of the cases. And uh, needless to say, I ran pretty quickly in to my rehearsal space uh, for fear of coming into contact with him because we definitely made eye contact a few times during that show. So I, he might have remembered me. So uh, I didn't really want to have that conversation that day. So <laughs> I just ran away. But uh, yeah, good times. <laughs> Hope you guys are having a good day. And uh, I'll talk to you at some point uh, later. Thanks. Bye. He was probably trying to offer a falafel. Yeah. I like I like that Mel treats uh, David D. Rainman the way Noah treats turkeys. You just run away at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> just get me out of here and have that conversation with that turkey. He probably just wanted to give her a pita with falafel in it oh. from backstage. You think he as, has catering even offering. when he rehearses? I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure or he has. Is it homemade? Does he make it himself? Maybe for that rehearsal, he made it himself and just wrapped it up in like a plastic wrap, brought some from home, and he wanted to share it. Rob, next time you you got to find out if David D. Rainman has falafel and hummus recipes. I'm not sure I've ever uh, interviewed Disturbed. Uh, Now you have a reason. Well, you remember when he was at Sirius in the Mm -hmm. lobby, and I I forgot how I started talking to him. But um, he asked me if I knew of any good falafel places. <laughs> Did you? I sent him to Mamoon's in the village. Mm, classic. 
Well, uh, so we have a few other uh, hate mails. Hate mails. You can email us hate mail at metalinjection.net. We'll read it at the end of the show here. Uh, and so we got this one from Kathy. 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 Uh, Kathy writes, hi, just like this year, no concerts. There will not be none next year, either until everything gets resolved with Vince Neil. There is a curse on everything. Uh, but I want to add, there was no punctuation in that email. I added all of that punctuation. It was really, hey, just like this year, no concerts. There will not be none next year either until everything gets resolved with Vince Neil. There is a curse on everything. What's with Vince Neil? Uh, what what needs to be resolved with him? His dead his, dog? His weight? Like I think what? they need to solve the mystery of the neighbors uh, killing his dog. Maybe that's it. And mm. Razzle. Oh, no. <laughs> he finally has to serve his time. Yeah, it hasn't been resolved. Razzle's ghost is still haunting him. <laughs> he has, he's not able to leave the, to the astral plane yet until that's uh, fixed. He took the took over the body of a bat and started this virus just to punish Vince Neil. What if the third act of this movie is Vince Neil has to record a cameo to Razzle, his ghost? I mean, if only we were more willing to waste three hundred dollars, we should make that happen. But he's not available right now. I think after the bad publicity, he kind of took his profile down. Thanks, Rob. For three hundred dollars, rather than paying Vince Neil to do a cameo, I'd rather make a movie where someone plays Vince Neil, and sh- and does a cameo, and that's our our film. Like we'll make a ghost film about this uh, topic. <laughs> I'd rather do that. See his dumbass read off a paper half drunk. Yeah, no. uh, Chris writes, "I was watching the Wayne's World Zoom reunion." And Lara Flynn Boyle showed up on screen. I guess I never looked up what she's been up to since Wayne's World and Twins, Twin Peaks, but she destroyed her face with plastic surgery. I don't know if there's any way to make this funnier if you'd even attempt to, but I'm seriously scarred by just how unrecognizable she is. PSA for any woman or man listening, do not get plastic surgery on your face. Thanks for the years of good show. Everybody let out a fart. For Bruno, Chris from St. Louis. <laughs> I always fart for Bruno, Chris. Aww. I don't. I fart just to fart, but oh. I do love Bruno and miss him. I do it in his memory, I mean. Oh, I see. Aww. So you're going to do it anyway, but you, you, you dedicate it to Bruno. Mm-hmm. You dedicate it before or after? I, I after. Just, like, like, just go. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I feel like after he's. Fun. He's the ma- it would be imitating his craft in a way that I could never live up to. Like he, <laughs> he was the, just the, the best farter of any living thing on earth. And pooper. Yeah, that I've never experienced him pooping, so I don't know. Oh, he is a pooper. Well, he I sure farted in my face. Did have. I'd say he. I don't know if I'd give him best pooper. He was inconsistent. He was a streaky pooper. <laughs> There were some was, good times and there's some bad times. times the, a day poopers. Yeah. So here's what she looks like. Probably not good. Lara Flynn Boyle. Poor She's girl. She's older. Yeah. She was going to look different regardless. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's Hollywood for you. Yeah. No, but she looks know. like angry. I had no idea. Like I, we, I, I saw that we had a, our email thread where that email was referenced and I didn't go follow up and look it up, you know? 
I poop so much. Oh, that came what? in late. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I didn't look it up, and I'm actually shocked. Like, I don't want to dunk on this woman because I know the the pressure of being in Hollywood and all that, and people mm. that is. That yeah, is unf- unfortunately, all those Instagram filters. It's only going to encourage more and more mm. young girls to want to do this to their face and body. Yeah, especially I agree, especially the ones that like plump up your lips and like like open your eye it's just unrealistic uh, and then it's just like uh your your digital avatar kind of becomes your mental image of what you're supposed to so look sad. like and then uh, when you look in the mirror you're disappointed that th- that's not what you look like and like you know human beings we already have enough issues with our appearance we don't need instagram giving us even more but i can't imagine like lara flynn boils like 55 year old face looking naturally worse than that you know whatever age she is i don't know well i think i think what it is is you know uh just either it's overdoing the surgery or just you know just keep going like getting too many lip injections or whatever and like getting nerve damage she's actually only 50 yeah but you know Hey, it's her her body. Yeah, right. I'm not trying to shame. I actually kind of feel a little like uh, hesitant to even talk about this because I don't want to feel like I'm dunking on someone for being unattractive. We don't have to dunk on on her. Well, that's why I'm taking care not to do. That's why I'm saying that because I think it could be seen as that if we just even discuss this by certain people. But uh, yeah, it's just sad. It's just sad. I hope she she has the happiness in her life that she is seeking. That's Mm. what I will say. That's very zen of you. And I hope you are happy with this episode. And uh, especially hope that our top live cast fans of the week are happy. Uh, you could be a top live cast fan of the week by, you know, hitting up your boys and girl at patreon.com slash metal injection live cast. And for 10 bucks a month, you get all the bonus episodes, all the $5 perks. Plus, we give you a little shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. And uh, here we go. I'm going to kick it off with Eric. Got Rabba Ganoush, a.k.a. Justin. We got Benjamin. Got El Duderino. Dan R. Cattle Decaf. Mindy Mayer's Kippa. And uh, RIP Mindy Mayer, wherever you are. Uh, that's, that's a free one. She's not a top live cast fan. Uh, back to the top live cast fans. We got Croc Destroyer, Sam We Am We Is, Jander, Chasseurs, Chasseusets, LaCroix, The Crustacean Sensation, aka Godstomper, Ash Bazalov, Dallas, Rob of Empiro. Shane, Hugo likes tacos, Lando Tanks. Those are top live cast fans. I do. That actually just reminds me before we uh, wrap up. uh, uh, There's a new Squared Circle Pit episode and I interviewed Triple H. And there was one moment during the, uh, of course, you know, we, We've joked in the past about how he talks about his friend Lem. Lem. 
So I want I wanted to play a quick clip clip of that. Uh, j- just a quick clip from the podcast of him, and and the and it's really hard to contain myself. Thankfully, this is audio only because I definitely bursted out laughing a little bit. So he, here's a little here's a little a Triple H talking about Lem. Yeah, Lem. Obviously, we had never met before. I I wanted my entrance music to sort of be in that vibe of their sound oh, and yes. their guttural feel, yes. and we ended up getting them to do it, and then that would over time strike up a friendship, a very, very strong friendship between Lem and I, and that, that would last right up until the very end. And I like that said Lem and I. It's your sign. It's Lem and I. Very good Outcast album. Aqu- Aqua oh. Lem and I, yep. I'm a leprechaun. <laughs> Does he ever say my wife? My wife throws me this crazy 50th birthday party where my wife... <laughs> When he first said it, I, I, <laughs> you went and pulled it out, and then he said it again. My wife gets John Fogerty and my wife. Wow. My wife get my wife. <laughs> so that's my Triple H interview. Do you feel like a little pro wrestling? Check it out on the Squared Circle Pit. We are all done. Five ninety eight is in the books. That means there's only one episode next week. That's five ninety nine. We're gonna have our good friend comedian Dave Hill on the show, hopefully. And uh, the following week after that, it's it's episode six hundred. It's a big one. If you've been with us for a while, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love a Zoom bomb. Uh, if yeah, you could we're listen, doing Zoom bombs. If you can tell listen, them what that is. In if case you can listen slash watch live uh, Tuesday, December twenty ninth, six p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll give you a link to Zoom, which is a video conferencing app. You can use your computer if you have a webcam on there or your phone, and you hit the link. You'll be in our room recording live with us, and uh, you can hang out with us for a few minutes, and we'll we'll talk, we'll chat. It's fun. No big whoop. Yeah, so maybe you could do that. That'd be cool. And if you can't make it, uh, live because you know it's a small time window, people are busy, different time zones. Send us hate mail at metalinjection.net. Send us a text, a text letter, or record or something. Yeah, record something with your yeah. phone and email us that. Email us that clip. Send us a greeting. 600 would, we, anniversary, 600 show, uh, not 600th anniversary. It's our 12th anniversary. 600th episode. Uh, greeting would be very nice to hear from you. Order us a cameo from Baron Von Raschke. <laughs> sure. Or anybody. Chris Holmes. I figured, I want, I'm surprised he's not on cameo. Yeah. I'd, I'd, if someone was going to buy me a cameo, I'd rather have a poorly done one than a good one, I would think. Yeah, of That's course. me. I, I'm, I stand with you shoulder to shoulder on that. Thank you. I would uh, also want to point out to you that I think that the 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 candy I was talking about, I don't know if it was you were talking about, was Smarties. Not Smarties. Mm. Sorry, Sweet Tarts. The, the Sweet fruity, Tarts. Thank the fruity, you. The fruity version of Smarties. Thank you. Thank you. Smarties is chocolate, like rip-off M&Ms. Ah, uh, it was killing me. Sweet the fruity tarts. version of Smarties was Rob's nickname in high school, by the way. <laughs> oh, he wasn't smart. Come on. <laughs> Come on. All right, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. It's too far. 
Thank you for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday. Dave Hill, hopefully you'll be there too. Bye. Too far. Too far.